The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The Super Bowl is coming up, unfortunately, and MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all of the action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local sports book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60 day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. That's simply safe, and I'll spell that for you S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash SGP. <laughs> Hey guys, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting, where I am starting to give out some additional free play winners. But they are all coming from my website, which you need to check out, LockBetting.com. We are absolutely flying in January. I've had an incredible 10 days, had an incredible UFC card at the weekend. If you guys listened to the fight show, you would have made money on that. Swept the Premier League, swept the locks on the show, decided to give you guys three locks to compensate for the fact that we lost a lock the week before. Took a very disappointing pick on Leicester. Switched my pick from Everton to Leicester, which is something you should never never ever ever do so um not going to be switching picks again going to stick with what i like initially and play it that's why last week you got three locks and three lock winners in addition to that there were extra plays given out for the epl and all of them won as well so it was an excellent betting week for the or betting weekend for the epl sorry i'm saying like it was a week ago these fucking podcasts went out like four days ago and we're back here doing the epl again because it's midweek fixtures it's absolutely crazy there'll be another epl show before the weekend to cover the uh, fourth round of the fa cup it just never ever stops um fortunately one thing that will be stopping soon will be the NFL looking forward to seeing the back of this season it's not about whether we have or haven't made a profit we have made a profit we were aided by our futures and from around about week nine we really got a decent hold of the season didn't have a great wild card weekend but had a really really good divisional round and again yesterday was slightly lackluster missing out on a teaser with the Green Bay Packers and missing a tiny half unit play in the uh, Chiefs game with the with the first half total I didn't really like too much I think for me it was kind 
kind of a given that we were going to get the um, the Chiefs and the 49ers. It was just a case of how you uh, how you ended up betting it and whether you wanted to take those sevens and seven and a half from both covered easily in the end. Uh, just one thing I want to say about it. It's um, unfortunate that the, the NFC once again has been determined by the officiating. I think everybody knows for sure that the Packers were the team that should have been the number one seed. Obviously, when you end up having to go to the San Francisco 49ers, um, same goes for the Vikings who are in this situation. It's going to be very, very difficult for you. Whereas it also should have been very, very difficult if you were going to Lambeau Field in that cold, cold weather and the cold weather conditions that Seattle couldn't overcome, who have been one of the best road teams this season. And I don't think anybody would have overcome that situation. And the fact is, it's another blown officiating call that has switched everything around and turned it on, turned it on its head and virtually handed the 49ers a spot in the Super Bowl because that's what they've ended up doing because the home field of the 49ers and the home field of Green Bay were both strong enough to virtually guarantee these guys the number one seeding unless they of course froze like the Baltimore Ravens did but we saw the Packers against Seattle they didn't freeze and uh, I feel if this situation had come about whether they played the Vikings whether they played the Seahawks whether they played the Eagles whether they played the 49ers nobody would have won at Lambeau and the reason that hasn't happened and why the Packers are not playing in the Super Bowl is all because of the fucking officials missing a call that would have made Seattle, Seattle the number three seeds and dropped the 49ers all the way down to five, which is, which is what should have happened had they made the right call and the pass interference on the line. And again, it's officials that I understand it happened in week 17. It wasn't as direct as the fuck up that they made last season with the, with the Saints and the Rams. But once again, again, in this league, we get the wrong fucking team in the Super Bowl. A team that doesn't deserve to be there it will end up playing in two weeks' time. And uh, you have every fucking camera imaginable every single access it's every access to every single possible angle you're the reason why we're getting uh, the implementation of var i mean we've got um we've got um the instant replay in in tennis uh, with um, Cyclops. We've got that in tennis. We've got replays in rugby. We've got replays in every single sport. And you know where that all stemmed from? America. And it all started with the NFL. It was all designed for video replays to give us the right call. Yet the people that invented the entire thing and make us now suffer it throughout the entire world where we now have to deal with shitty VAR ruining our game because it was all started by American football in the NFL. You guys can't even get it right in your own fucking league. We're looking at a situation where for the second year in a row in the NFC, the wrong team are playing in the Super Bowl. And it all stems back to a blatantly, blatantly missed call. And I don't understand how you missed that pass interference. I don't understand how Seattle just don't walk it in from the one yard line from that point, because that's obviously what was going to happen when you've got someone like Russell Wilson there probably would have got the job done by himself. Yet it changes the whole season. It changes everybody's season. Seattle don't go on to be the three and get that home game. The Packers don't get to go and sit there at number one. You fucked everything up for everybody. And uh, all come off the back of that call, which is completely unfair. And um, 
It's just typical of the NFL. It just happens every single year. And we're sitting here on Monday morning and we're having to deal with fucking uh, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend going through to um, the 49ers against uh, going through to the Super Bowl to take on the fucking Silicon Valley pussies, the 49ers. So that's the situation. Um, another Super Bowl that shouldn't be. And uh, that's what we're waking up to here on Monday morning as we do this show. But I'm going to concentrate on my sport. The, the the most watched sport in the world doesn't matter if you add five Super Bowls together still won't have as many viewers or still won't be anywhere near as relevant as the Champions League final and certainly not as relevant as the World Cup final so we are still here on the SGP on the EPL show covering the number one and most relevant sport in the world and that is soccer actually that's football it's not soccer it's only called soccer for you guys there in the States this is real football and that's what we'll be covering here right now and we're also covering the number one league in the world which is my EPL so let's get rolling with this week's show as I said coming off last week's show where we landed three locks and we start here with uh, Aston Villa versus Watford and this kind of sets a trend throughout the show where this show is really 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 difficult to do this week Um, it's difficult to find a lock really um it's difficult to pick these games there's situations which normally arise which are good situations to take but we can't here because some of the teams in these situations are so bad that you you couldn't put down on them at all so we'll look at these situations now and and kind of let you know what i'm talking about here so we start with Aston Villa versus Watford, where Aston Villa are the nine to five underdogs. It's twelve to five to draw, and it's eleven to eight on Watford. I understand everything that Watford have done so far under Nigel Pearson, but they shouldn't be favourites away to Aston Villa. Aston Villa have better personnel than Watford. Um, Aston Villa should have enough quality here to ultimately get out of this situation uh, Aston Villa will be the team that have the best player on the pitch in this situation in this game with Jack Grealish and I would think that this is a must win situation for Villa because this is the definition of a six pointer this and also the next game that we're going to look at as well um, for me I think I would take Aston Villa here to avoid the defeat if I was to take a safety bet. Uh, I also like Aston Villa on the double chance, which is available at even money, or you can find it for slightly bigger than that. But it's generally and widely available at even money. Aston Villa on the double chance to avoid a loss in this game is available at 8-13. to 13. I think that is what they will do. I think that's, uh, that's the very least that they'll do from this game. As I said, like Watford, like what they've done, I think that they'll survive this season, but I don't see them as road favourites here against Aston Villa, a team that should be good enough to stay up and got themselves a really good point of the weekend. It was one of our locks for, for them to not to not suffer a defeat against this uh, Brighton team who we're going to look at here in the next game. Brighton travel to Bournemouth where they are the 7-5 favourites to win. Now, this is one of the games I was talking about. Everything 
in this situation points at Bournemouth usually uh, a regular Premier League team have been established for years great manager should have the capability to turn things around going up against the Brighton team that don't really score that many goals they've, they've got a manager who's only had his first season here in the Premier League and just because he's playing a better and more attractive brand of football. The board stupidly awarded him with a long-term contract. This team, Brighton, are not safe in this league. And this would usually be a situation where you take Bournemouth to bounce back from a terrible run. But have you seen Bournemouth play lately? Have you seen how many goals they've scored lately? It's impossible for me to take them here in this situation. Uh, Even though they're a home underdog inside the relegation zone with with established Premier League pedigree and nobody, yet nobody had them to go down this season. They weren't even considered to be on the list. In fact, they're being talked about more as a top half team than a bottom half team. They've also got all of the better players in this team. If you were to put down a combined 11 between Bournemouth and Brighton. I guarantee you that Bournemouth will have more than half the players here in this team. Yet, in this situation, despite the fact that everything points to Bournemouth uh, being, like, as I said, once again, established Premier League team, on a bad run, a top-class manager, nobody's list to go down, playing at home, must-win situation, six-point situation, better players, Callum Wilson, Harry Wilson, Dominic Solanke, Ryan Fraser, um, Nathan Ake, a a £40 million rated centre-back, Jefferson Lama, um, Diego Rico has has had a good season amongst all of this crap that Bournemouth are, are, are doing. And on the other side of the of the coin, you have no real top talent other than I would I would say a push Lewis Duncan and possibly Pascal Gross. Yet I can't take Bournemouth. I cannot take Bournemouth here as a home dog to win this game, despite every situational situa- situational. Uh, benefit that they that they have in this spot so i couldn't think of a word there um i'm gonna take um under two and a half goals in this game and i'm gonna take bournemouth under 1.5 team goals because if they are managing to somehow score one they sure as hell ain't scoring two i mean they just lost to norwich one nil who are the worst defence in the league so um that's going to be the way we're going to have to play this game i, I, I just can't I just can't. I, I just can't. That's it. I just can't. Okay. Uh, moving on to Crystal Palace versus Southampton, where Palace are a two to one home underdog. It's eleven to five the draw, and it's six to four in Southampton. Southampton another away favourite. Could win this game, but can you really take them? Uh, Palace have got loads of players missing, yet scrapping to draws against Arsenal and Manchester City. You can't bet against this team, and um, you have an opportunity here to take them as a home underdog with the with the double in the double chance market. Um, they're even on the draw no bet market and on the double chance market. They're available at four to seven. I think as. Um, generic as a play as that would be I think it's the right play to go for Everton come home here after a draw against West Ham against Newcastle they are available at 4-7 to seven. it's 16-5 to five. the draw is 5-1 to one on Newcastle Newcastle are a fade here in this spot um, dramatic win at home I don't like taking Everton because they're very inconsistent but you have to look at their recent form and since sacking Marco Silva they have lost one game now 
it was the worst game to lose this season. It was more embarrassing than all of Marco Silva's losses because it came against their rivals, Liverpool, and it came against the youth team. But around that, if you look at their league form, they are unbeaten since dismissing Marco Silva. And uh, they've already gone and won impressively at Newcastle. So you probably have to take Everton here in this situation. And that's as close as a lot because I've come to so far in the first four games. Up next, you've got Sheffield United versus Man City, where Man City are inexplicably the 4-11 to favourites to win this game. So they're not even at a price that we can pick. And even if they were, I wouldn't pick them in this spot anyway. Sheffield United are ridiculous 7-1. to I would almost bet that blindly just because there's so much value. And it's 4-1 to on Manchester City. Uh, Sheffield United on the double chance here at 5-2 to um, just look at their home record this season don't look past it don't look overthink it City don't give a shit about this Premier League anymore they're in the Champions League spaces they should wrap up certain players in cotton wool and uh, concentrate on trying to win the Champions League this season they have no other distractions they pretty much have one foot into the Carabao Cup final they are going to finish inside the top four they need to win about five or six more games because the people in the people the chasing pack who are in fifth sixth and seventh place don't know how to uh, how to make up any ground and Chelsea themselves are, are far from steady in their fourth place fourth spot anyways so uh, as I said on the last podcast you're probably going to need under 70 points to secure yourselves a Champions League position this season it's that bad in the Premier League this season it's no wonder Liverpool have won the league so easily because everybody else is in some sort of garbage transitional period and um, it's just been very easy for Liverpool to pick up points especially with no pressure coming from anybody it makes it much easier to win games when it doesn't really matter up next the game of the week is Chelsea versus Arsenal where Arsenal are the 16 to 5 dogs 8 to 11 on Chelsea and 29 to 10 on the draw everything here says Chelsea because Chelsea have already beaten them at home but Chelsea are massively inconsistent Arsenal aren't exactly pull up any trees under Mikel Arteta but they have gone on a decent run where they've managed to remain unbeaten for a um, for a small period of time uh, a lot of draws though add to that here when you're looking at their Premier League form they just keep drawing games and uh, I just feel that uh, we could see a, a, another another one here. My lean would be towards Chelsea, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Arsenal coming up with a draw. Um, everybody here is going to look at goals, but what's been consistent with Mikel Arteta is the fact that the unders have cashed in every game with the exception of that one he played against Chelsea. So I think he's been there seven or eight games now, but if you look through the record, he has focused on tightening up the defence. Although that defence let up a late goal against Sheffield United, um, he has been going on under 2.5 goals in all of his other games other than this game against Chelsea. I think Aubameyang is going to be a big loss, which is another reason why you can't really take both teams to score. So my lean here would be for Chelsea, uh, but I'd also be looking at the under 2.5 goals, which because of the reputation of these two teams you are getting at huge plus money here. You're getting it at uh, as big as six to four in some places. Um, for me, I would be taking that as the uh, as the dog play this weekend. Uh, it's not a weekend, this week on the show. Why do I think it's the weekend? 
Sir, it's probably because I just did a fucking show four days ago. But the thing is, I've been watching this league my whole life. I should realise that they're most they're the most overworked footballers on the planet, and they they're made to play pretty much every two or three days. So uh, yeah, it's not weekend. It's this week. These games start on Tuesday. I'm sure you know that the only person that doesn't seem to be getting it through their uh, their skull is the actual person doing a fucking podcast on it. But uh, I'll get there. Uh, it's this week, it's Tuesday. And uh, now we'll move on to the games happening on Wednesday. It's the day after Tuesday. And uh, I believe Wednesday's the 22nd of January. We start with Leicester versus West Ham, where Leicester are available 4 to 7, 16 to 5 to draw. It's 9 to 2 on West Ham. This is the third one where you would think that you automatically just take Leicester in this situation, given the league positions of these two teams, given that Leicester's second team beat West Ham in the reverse fixture. And by the way, you're not going crazy, neither am I. These fucking teams all played about three weeks ago, and the reverse fixture is now. I don't understand how the Premier League computer works. I really don't. I don't understand how these teams played on, I believe, the 28th and 29th of December, and they're playing again now in, in the middle of January. It just doesn't make any sense because games that will be happening in the in the second half of the season are return fixtures from the opening day of the season. Um, it's just fucking dumb why this happens. Um, so, yeah, these teams are seeing each other once again. It's weird. If you'd got sent off on the uh, in the first f- fixture between uh, between these two teams, you'd, you'd still be suspended for, for this game. That's how dumb it is. Um... Okay, so um, I don't know what to do with this game. It should be a, a bounce back for Leicester, but they have lost three of their last five, uh, four of their last six even. Uh, so it's even worse than that here in the Premier League. Um, they're stumbling. They're stumbling towards Champions League position. But as I said, and I just said it on the on the City game, you're only going to need about 65 points to get through because Chelsea are terrible and they're in fourth place and nobody is chasing this um, just chasing these Champions League positions at all Man United have just lost Marcus Rashford and they've already lost Paul Pogba they need to desperately make signings in this January window yet they're fucking around over the wages and the transfer fee of Bruno Fernandes I'll get to them when I get to them which will be in a couple of games time and we'll spend some time dissecting what the fuck is wrong with Man United but in this situation here um David Moyes is a decent manager at West Ham. Um, He will be able to keep them up. He's getting a point here and there. And um, this could be a situation where he gets another one. I'm not confident enough to take that as the bet, though. Um, I think what I'm going to do is take West Ham here to avoid a a two-goal loss. It was a bet that worked for us for the Villa game. And uh, here again, we can take West Ham plus two available at four to seven. Before we move on to the next game, I'm going to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, starting with, of course, mybookie.ag. And that is the place where you want to go to to bet on the Super Bowl. Of course, the holidays have come and gone. But the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen what our teams can do this season and most of your teams will be gone. But this is your last chance to get some bets in before the bowl, your last chance to bet on some football. Of course, the 49ers are looking to cap off an incredible season that's come out of nowhere, although they were handed a free ticket to the Super Bowl as far as I'm concerned. And the Chiefs have their first opportunity to bring home the title in 50 years and let's hope that they do so. The only drawback of that will will have to be dealing with the 
the videos that Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend puts out. So it's between the Chiefs as they look to get their first ring in 50 years, led by the great Patrick Mahomes or the 49ers-led Garoppolo. Who is going to get it done in Miami? Either way, whatever your gut feeling is, time is running out to get in on the action. So head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. I'll just say this as well. My bookie is actually one of the most trusted places in the industry if you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games my bookie is the place where you want to go football not your thing don't worry <coughs> sorry um my bookie's got it all it's from the nba to the epl itself you can bet at mybookie.ag they've got faster payouts better promotions and they've got a 24 7 customer service team we don't even have that in the uk and um when you have a question and it's like right there on the moment and you need to know something um, or it's about a payout, you want to get your answer straight away. So 24-7 customer support is always appreciated. Uh, you can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you've got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wages um, let you let you bet multiple games together and if they come through, you win bigger with parlays. Uh, my bookie also has lines, better odds for, for, for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand, you'll get $1,000 in free money to play with. And all you have to do is use our primary code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's primary code SGP to get your extra cash from mybookie.ag. Bet, win, and get paid. Also want to give another shout out to Ace Per Head. If you've ever thought of starting your own sports book but didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wages graded immediately. And they also have top-notch 24-7 customer service and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks for free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Also want to take a quick second here to talk about PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sportsbook. All season long, PropSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world. And I literally mean the world. Because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against a house, you can always find great deals. Last weekend, a better wage $20 on the Titans to win the Super Bowl at 300 to 1 in November. Sold that ticket for $550. That's like hitting a 20 to 1 long shot for the seller. And the buyer received odds of 10 to 1 on their purchase, which is better than any sports book in the country. And as we all know, at this juncture, it was the seller who benefited massively from this sale. So sign up for PropSwap.com today and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter the primary code SGP. That's SGP at the time of deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. And I want to take one more second out of your time here to give another mention to Simply Safe because they are a new sponsor here on the SGP and it's important to get the spelling right. It's S-I-M-P-L-I and that's safe, S-A-F. It's all one word, simply safe and simply safe home security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but 
for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They use they, they need to know the police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is the kind of security you get with our sponsor, Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give the police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection on your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard your inside. Plus, it simply say protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. That's amazing. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set your own system up yourself with no tools needed, or simply say experts can just do it for you if you're lazy like me. So um, it's just 50 cents a day. That's what it works out to, and it's no contracts at all. Just go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today and get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee guarantee if you don't want it if you're not happy as a 60 day money back guarantee so that's simplysafe.com slash sgp to save on your home security today that's simply safe s-i-m-p-l-i safe.com slash s-g-p up next you've got tottenham versus norwich and are you looking at this and thinking surely Surely, 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 surely this is a game where Tottenham can pick up a win after the terrible run they've been on. Um, And uh, I tend to agree with you, although it's funny because I got the email here because I'm a member of Tottenham Hotspurs because um, I'm a member of Tottenham and West Ham because they're the two teams that are very close to where I live. So I can get to both grounds within around about 20 minutes so I take my son to see these two teams West Ham only when they're playing a top team Tottenham when they used to be a top team um, but now I haven't really visited um, either for a while last time I went to West Ham was when they actually played Tottenham and lost 3-2 and I'm actually going to West Ham Liverpool next week because my son unfortunately is desperate to see Liverpool which just makes me so sick I don't even know whether to puke in the whether I'm going to make it to puke in the toilet or whether I'm just going to puke on the fucking floor right now. Um, but yeah, on this game, you, you have to really, um, you have to go with Tottenham. Norwich did pick up a win at the weekend. Tottenham are without Harry Kane. They are struggling. They're struggling to score goals. They're struggling with every facet of the game. They're struggling to keep the ball out of the net. But they did get a clean sheet at the weekend against Watford, albeit with a um, with a penalty save from Gasaniga. That really has to be something that you can build on. And in addition to that, getting Tottenham at four to seven in to win this game has to be something that you need to play. If they don't win this game, how are they going to win any game? I don't even know if I finished my story about what I was saying about the, the Tottenham supporters. What I was what, what I was saying was is that um, emails have come through about the availability of tickets for this game and the... Um, the availability is vast. There are tickets available everywhere for this one. So Tottenham fans are totally staying away. If you um, people always ask me, oh, how easy is it to see a Premier League game if I come to England? Well, it's dependent on how the team are doing really at this stage of the season. And uh, Tottenham fans are not taking their tickets. So I would imagine that you could get to Tottenham Norwich relatively easy this, uh, this week. Uh, or equally, you could probably get tickets to Man U Burnley and, um, 
looking through where else would take your fancy yeah not not really too many glamorous games I suppose Chelsea Arsenal would be the one you want to go to but uh, be it, being that it's a London rivalry a London derby I, I doubt there's any Chelsea tickets left you'd be maybe getting a away ticket from um, from Arsenal you might be able to get one of those I'm not too sure um, but yeah staying on point Tottenham I think will win this game they must do they have to two games to go let's move on to Manchester United God I'm so fed up of having to support this team uh it was just so disappointing yesterday with what happened with Man United and the Green Bay Packers on the same day. Uh, I, but the thing is, I saw both of them coming. I, I wasn't on the train where I thought that the Packers would win the NFC. Uh, I was barely on the train where I wanted to take us to cover eight points. My teaser had us getting plus 15 there. But um, albeit, as I said at the top of the show, the situation is that Green Bay shouldn't even have been in that situation. At least there's an excuse for it. At least I know that um, that's a team that could be playing in the Super Bowl this season uh, if they if their 13 and three record was awarded with the number one seeding, which they should have rightfully got. I can't make any excuses for my other team. Uh, they've had every opportunity to get themselves into the top four, which was the target this season. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has failed. Uh, we had two decent performances this season against Tottenham and Man City. And unfortunately, that was the point where he kept his job. I almost wish as much as it was a massive, massive thrill and um, a lifting experience to watch us play that way against Man City. I almost wish that those games had gone differently because then we would be looking at a new manager that can do things um, aside from Solskjaer, we've got problems here in the transfer market, be it the fact that we've not gone in and bought everybody. All our players are dropping like flies. Um, Harry Maguire's had to come back early when uh, he looked like he had a more serious injury than he has and uh, is playing in the team. Pogba, I don't know whether he even wants to play or whether he's really injured, but he's out. Marcus Rashford is now out for months because the doctor failed to diagnose a back injury properly and put him out there and it worsened. In addition to that, he missed an ankle injury because he had loose bones in his ankle. I don't know who the Man United physio is, but he needs to fuck off and get himself a different job. And uh, quite frankly, I feel the same way about Oleg and Solskjaer. I can't even take us here to win this game at home to Burnley. We should do, um, especially with Burnley being high coming off the back of a win uh, at home to Leicester but Burnley are a much better home team than they are an away team I think with or without Rashford we should win this game but I can't fucking take Man United here at 4-9 this price is stupid um, without Rashford without Pogba and being the form that we're in we should be available here around about 4-6 to six minus 150 8-13 to, 50, eight to 13 maybe at worst but I'm um, not taking Man United at 2-5 I do think we'll win this game but or four to nine, sorry. Uh, I do think we'll win this game, but come on. Come on. Come on. Two to five, four to nine. Come on. Um, moving on to Thursday's game, Liverpool travel to Wolves, where they are the eight to 13 favourites. 29 to 10 to draw and nine to Wolves. Are Liverpool just an automatic play at this point? Um, I'm not too sure really what to do with this one. Wolves just coming off a 
3-2 win at Southampton. I think there could be goals in this one, but it's even difficult to take that because Liverpool haven't conceded a goal in seven Premier League games. And I believe that it's, there's some ridiculous stat where um, in, in the competitive games overall, when you add that stupid um, World Club Championship to it, they've only conceded um, two in two games out of their last 11. So it's nine clean sheets in the last 11 here for Liverpool as well. Um, makes it very difficult to do anything else but to go with them to win this game at Wolves. I don't know when or where they're going to drop points. I don't know whether it matters. At this point, they've won the league, obviously, but I'm looking for them to lose a game. I'm looking for them to finish underneath that 100 points barrier. I'm looking for them not to basically achieve monumental accolades which will put them in the category of one of the best Premier League teams of all time because that's what people are talking to them about I personally believe that it's not all about what you're doing one season like I don't hold those Arsenal invincibles in high regard even though they finished the season unbeaten because they weren't a team that could do it back to back to back like like United have like the great United teams would go would come back and, and win it every season they'd win two three in a row and if they lost it they'd come back stronger the next season this Liverpool team haven't done that yet and that's what they're need to do to be a great Premier League team I don't think it matters what they do in a season where they've got no pressure no chasing pack and a load of teams are in transition like Arsenal Chelsea Man United uh, to the point where a, a pretty stand a, a pretty well, I'd say above average team like Leicester can get themselves into the top four Leicester are good but they wouldn't be finishing top four in any other season so yeah, I uh, I don't know what to make of this Liverpool team. I'm just hoping that they lose the game soon because I'm starting to get frustrated with the whole thing. Closing out with the lock dog parlay on this show. Uh, there's a couple of locks I liked here. Um, good situations for Everton and um, Spurs should be able to, to finally pick up the win here against Norwich. I also liked uh, Aston Villa to avoid a defeat against Watford, but I'm going to go with one lock and uh, I'm going to go with Tottenham. This, uh, this surely is a situation where Tottenham can't lose this game or, I mean, or can't even draw this game. They I know they drew to Norwich away from home, but this is a... Uh, this is a team that have to be beating. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't matter how many players that you're missing. It doesn't matter who's out or who's in. This is Tottenham Hotspurs versus Norwich. Now, I understand Mourinho's missing Harry Kane. I understand that he's a manager that needs to go and sign some players. Um, there's, there should be a, a striker on the way in. And I don't care if this guy's playing second fiddle to Harry Kane when Harry Kane comes back. Maybe you give him more guarantees. Maybe you try and play with two. Maybe you rotate Kane more than you have done previously. But I don't know. You need a striker here. Or you need to go back and look at tape as to what Pochettino did without Harry Kane. Because I remember watching Tottenham and they were successful without Kane. Um, you, you make better use of Mora or Song. You play the front three. You, you, you attack with more pace you don't try and carve out half chances on the break you have enough players there to break properly you don't defend with a with a flat back with a flat back four or even a five which is what you're doing at the moment you, you, you do have to utilise your full backs and, and get forward you do need to play with 
uh, attacking midfield players. You don't leave Ericsson on the on the bench here and try and clog up your midfield. It's just typical Mourinho tactics. It's almost giving him the excuse now to do so. We saw a defensive performance against Watford, and yeah, they got themselves a clean sheet. Good. Maybe they can build off that. We also saw a really defensive performance against Liverpool, although they did create a chance to 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 make it one all. So there have been there have been positives from the last two Tottenham performances. They do need to put it together here against Norwich. Norwich are a team that are going down. Norwich are a team that, that can't stop you from scoring here. So I do expect Tottenham to put some up. They'll probably concede again. They'll probably go back to conceding. I don't think their defensive problems are solved by getting a clean sheet against Watford in a massively defensive performance where you needed a penalty save to even get that. But I do think there are signs here that Tottenham may be fixing things. But as I said, this is Norwich City. Do not come in here with a defensive strategy to hit Norwich on the break. Keep the ball. Go and attack this team. Go and beat them with your better players. Mora, Song, Ali, Eriksson, all on the pitch. Go out there. Play football. Go and beat Norwich. Go and have yourself a basketball game here. And in the end, you'll go and you'll come out on top because you have the better players. That's how this lot gets landed. And I know that's very technical for a, a pick at four to seven, but this is the Premier League. Four to seven's lose. They lose all the time. That's why it's the most difficult league in the world to cap, and that's also why it's the best. By the way, the lot record at the moment is sitting at twenty-five and twelve. So uh, big, big recovery there with the free locks for this season. Free uh, locks for for. The last show uh, really improving the record this season the parlay on this show um, difficult to do but I think I'm going to double up Aston Villa and Crystal Palace to avoid defeats so there's Villa on the double chance Crystal Palace in the double chance two teams at home you're basically just saying um, Southampton and Watford don't win as away favourites here in your double and as for the underdog play I'm going to go for under two and a half goals in the Chelsea Arsenal game it's cashed in all of Mikel Arteta's game as Arsenal manager barring one which was the game against Chelsea where Chelsea scored two goals in the last seven minutes because Arsenal collapse after a massive mistake by the goalkeeper Leno barring that I think that this will be okay cashing again Arsenal also without Aubameyang so wouldn't be surprised to see Chelsea nick this game by one goal to nil something like that but I'm certainly not expecting the big over that everybody else is expecting or even both teams to score anything of that nature I'm expecting more of a tighter game Chelsea themselves also aren't free scoring as either at the moment they were held to a uh, to nothing by Newcastle in a 1-0 defeat at the weekend so that concludes this edition of the EPL show. We'll be back at the weekend again covering the FA Cup. There will be a mid-season European show. We will be looking at the futures markets across Europe. Barcelona sacked their manager and started a weekend with a new manager. And boy, did they not look impressive. Bayern Munich sacked their manager. And they are at the moment not at the top of the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga is being controlled by Leisping. Can Leisping win the league? Will Dortmund and Bayern Munich get their act together? Dortmund have just signed Haaland. They were 3-1 down. Comes on, scores a hat-trick in 20 minutes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Serie A. Two-horse race between Inter and Juve. But could the story this season be how awful Napoli are? They are sitting at 12th in Serie A. They are almost as bad as AC Milan, who were formerly the big underachievers in Italy. And they are still, but they are being eclipsed at the moment by Napoli who are absolutely awful. We will look at that La Liga race. Are Atletico Madrid out of the race because they seem to be able, they don't seem to be able to get into it when the others slip up. 
Atletico seem to also slip up with them and that has led to them getting further and further behind and it becoming a two-horse race between Real Madrid and Barcelona and I think that we could be seeing Zinazine Zidane's men win that. But we'll talk more about it on the show because Barcelona look absolutely poor. Yesterday, they were playing against a 10-man Granada team. It took them 75 minutes to, to get a breakthrough. And after that, they were knocking the ball around, settling for a 1-0 win over Granada. I don't believe in this new manager and I don't believe in Barcelona. I don't believe they're going to be the winners of the Champions League this season. And we'll, we'll actually even touch on the Champions League. So big, big mid-season European show and Australian Open previewed Australian Open started yesterday but round one means absolutely nothing we'll be looking at the futures in the men's side of the draw we'll be looking at quarters potential finalists and the winner of that tournament as well so um, I'm not sure if that's going to go on the SGP network feed or the main SGP feed but I've been asked to deliver the show and we will be getting an Australian Open preview here for the tennis so that's three shows to look forward to from me this week that's the mid-season European show preview the EPL show with the FA Cup fourth round and a preview of the Australian Open at tennis Good luck with all of your bets as always. And I look forward to you all coming back to my show next week and the week after and the week after and the week after and the week after that to fulfill your fix for betting because the NFL will thankfully be over. And quite frankly, this year, as I said, can't wait to see the back of it. Can't wait to see the back of the league where we don't even know where what a catch is, even though it's just throwing and catching, and where officials dictate who plays in your Super Bowl each year. It's a joke. It's done. It won't be back till September, but the soccer will be here for you. The tennis will be here for you. We've got French Open, Wimbledon, US Open. We've got all of the seasons ending, Champions League, Europa League, and then Euro 2020 in the summer. So it never ends for the soccer get your betting fix here with me i'll be here all year round 365 days a year there'll be a soccer show on the sgp Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition, got it. the other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com.